Hi guys and welcome to the new episode of Center for Digital Marketing and Communication. This is a podcast where we talk about marketing, communication, branding, advertising and entrepreneurship. And today I have a very very good friend of mine, Pawan on the podcast. Pawan has been working in the industry from last 8 to 10 years now and we know each other from our first job when we started our career together. and uh, pavan has worked extensively across the categories across both the agency as well as the client side so welcome pavan on the podcast hey abhishek thank you so much thank you very much for having me here so pavan why don't you tell our listeners about your journey and uh, when i say journey please start from your schooling to your studying and how you finally ended up into marketing and communication industry now all right all right uh so yeah i uh, i have been a bombay boy since since uh, since my early days and uh, yeah i uh, have completed my bmm bachelor's in uh, mass media from uh, mumbai university mohan's college and then uh, i started my career as a video editor uh, so uh, i have I was working with creating avs for some of the best brands uh, in the business like uh, right from uh, vodafone uh, f1 india Uh, we did some work for Corneto, so a lot of other brands. So we were also uh, managing the in-flight uh, entertainment, talking for Shay Airlines. Uh, so yeah, some of the some of the uh, best brands out there. I mean, I have uh, had the opportunity to uh, work and create uh, AVs for the brand. And then uh, while creating the uh, the digital content, uh, it was not called uh, digital content; it was just a video content back then. And we used to buy one. In one of the conversations I had with the brand managers, uh, so I asked them, "Where does this content go?" So one of them I had actually mentioned about uh, social media marketing. I was like, and then that was quite. And we are talking about something ten uh, to twelve years back. I mean, this was a phase when Facebook was quite new. Mm. Yeah, when I say new, I mean we are looking at organic reach of around seventy to eighty percent. So those days, <laughs> that's that's a very long time. I mean that's. Uh, i wish that those were the good days of facebook right uh, so yeah i mean uh, so, uh, back then so i kind of uh, quite was quite curious about uh, what the social media marketing was all about hmm. and uh, so started started uh, spending more time on facebook and started looking at uh, what different brands are doing and that's where i kind of started getting this interest for uh, for the entire field that's uh, and also i had uh, so i so, so to start off so now that was the phase where social media marketing was so new in uh, new in the industry that there was nobody out there to teach people about social media marketing mm. so i kind of decided to teach uh, it to myself so mm. at that time i had a i, I still have a friend i mean uh, aman balgu he's a uh, indian table tennis player Mm. so we were having discussion where uh, he was talking about how much uh, people don't indian especially don't know don't know about uh, table tennis and uh, how you know we need to create more awareness for the sport mm. so that was my first facebook page which i had created it was uh, table tennis guild of india mm. it is still there on uh, on facebook and uh, luckily i i started creating my own video content having a video editing background so i was creating these small uh, the motion graphic videos i was interviewing players hello yeah yeah so i was uh, uh, interviewing players via email so luckily because of aman i i got chance to kind of uh, 
interview some of the best uh, player, Indian table tennis players out there. So I was kind of create, uh, emailing them, creating my own uh, mini, uh, what do you say, mini interview sessions with them. Now for putting it out on Facebook. So initially, I actually I was thought like you know India is quite a, I thought that India is quite a, a cricket hungry country, cricket hungry country, and mm. creating this table tennis page was not a not a great idea. Mm. But later, uh, I started seeing that people started you know liking my page. Mm. I was putting content out there, and uh, of course, now thanks to the organic reach uh, back in the days, mm. I could. Content was getting uh, good responses. Uh, Indian table tennis coaches were my, uh, liking my page. You know, a lot of players liked my page, and uh, they were also talking about my uh, about my page to their peers. So today, uh, when I saw the last numbers, I saw was I never did a Facebook ad to get people on the page. And today, we have around three thousand people organically uh, active on the page. Hmm. So that's when, uh, like you know, that that was my first uh, social media marketing. Uh, experience which I had, and then later I uh, did my uh, did my social media. Then later I kind of found out uh, there was uh, academy out there who was teaching about social media marketing. But of course, then the entire but the entire course was more towards uh, how the platform works and what are what are different tools which on the on the platform which you can use. Well, mm-hmm. this, but the overall marketing was something which of course you have to the marketing understanding is something which you have to get on your own. Then uh, yeah, then the later then uh, I got the first job uh, where I met Abhishek mm. uh, at a digital marketing agency. And initially we and then again in that particular uh, job, I got an experience of ORM, that's online reputation management. Never heard of that entire concept ever. But then later when you started when I started like you know getting into the ORM piece, it was uh, quite uh, exciting. I mean. Uh, it, it was a it was like a customer service uh, look and feel but the entire uh, way we were operating you know uh, uh, the way we were kind of you know replying to customers uh, at, with with a tat of around you know just 60 minutes mm. the way we were kind of collecting data and we were uh, like creating reports analyzing uh, the numbers you know and c- coming to a conclusion sharing that data with the marketing team which mm. was helping them uh, take their next steps. So it was really quite exciting. I mean, in fact, I think uh, ORM is a, a necessity, necessary uh, skill set which every digital marketing should uh, possess. Right. But yeah, but, but then as t- time went by, again from the agency, I moved on the client side. Uh, mm. That's where, uh, and luckily for me, I was working for one uh, uh, an SMS-based uh, social media platform, and they were kind, they were quite big back in back in the days where uh, Symbian phones were quite popular and SMS packages were mm. quite cheaper. Uh, so uh, in that experience, I kind of got to know what goes behind managing a social media platform. Of course, they were, it, was a, it was an SMS-based social media platform, but the fundamentals were quite same. Uh, mm. It's like understanding the audience, you know, uh, talking to content makers. So I, I got a chance to work with uh, Ms. Tarla Dalal back uh, uh, in that experience where she was creating content on my SMS-based platform. And there were these uh, guys creating shyly jokes. And these these were the uh, content makers uh, with more than 70 to 80 lakh subscribers. That was like, uh, and this is pre-YouTube era. These were the original content makers uh, who, and I'm sure every person in India, 9.9% Indians 
once in their lifetime must have interacted with my platform i mean they must have received a content from that particular platform mm. so that was a very amazing experience uh, then yes uh, then uh, later as my career moved ahead uh, got a chance to manage agencies mm. uh, working for an nbfc and uh, then again there was a typical role where uh, instead of being the agency was the client and you know managing the different aspects of digital marketing right from the website seo to social media to uh, you know uh, performance campaigns so yeah i mean that was uh, it was quite an extensive journey and uh, yeah then today <laughs> i'm working again uh, after spending few years on the client side oh. i decided to move back to the agency side and uh, yeah uh, being doing that since then so come on as i ask all my guests nobody plans to become a marketer or a digital marketer in fact when we were small we didn't even know that there was a uh marketing field or digital marketing field so tell me what you wanted to become when you were a small kid and second is do you remember the uh because usually people come into advertising as an accident so you yeah. do you remember that incident which uh which changed your life and from there you move completely towards marketing and communication industry yeah yeah actually uh, actually i my dad is a doctor and it's always a saying that no not actually always saying it is been quite an observation that a doctor's child always become the doctor mm. <laughs> but that does feel where i was uh, not inclined for some reason i was never inclined towards uh, mm. medical in fact you know i i was maybe i was not the brightest student in my class uh, mm. to be honest with you but uh, yeah when it uh, came to uh, choosing career uh, marketing as a career so actually uh, when the entire uh, selection of the education for me was happening was i did not know exactly what marketing mm. was like you know mm. i just knew ha huh, there were there were ads coming and i didn't know it was called marketing i mean i knew there were ads coming there were there was and I, uh, luckily you know i was always in uh, i am a musician so the, the kind of friend circle i had mm. it was quite creative i mean uh, trust me i mean these guys are some of the best brand managers out award winning brand managers out there today and uh, we were always in that creative field like you know mm. you know we of course used to play music but we also used to like you know sometimes just make fun and have create some kind of funny jingle or mm. some kind of a content which uh, was more of entertaining and also to impart certain uh, certain kind of uh, education to the mm. people and uh, while doing our bmm projects that's when kind of it became very uh clear that you know this particular field is called marketing and mm-hmm. this is called pr this is called content making this is called you know press writing so right. this was, it, it it literally started off as just a passion kind of thing hmm. it was uh, taking this up as a job was never on my mind i mean hmm. in fact even during my bmm days uh, hmm. I, i was more inclined towards film making because hmm. it was that was one of the subjects which we had and uh, we did make two short films you know and i was more on the editing side and uh, uh, the, uh, my one of my other friend also hmm. so we, were, we always thought you know okay this is it this is what i want to take up as a career as a video editor right. but then we start creating content you realize that the choice is very limiting i mean there is more you can do than just you know sit and edit content hmm. we were always on the like we were, uh, we started looking at ourselves as not only uh, editors of content but also people who think content hmm. and uh, that's that's when uh, kind of uh, started clicking and 
then the more we sort of got into the field and uh, we do, the more we started seeing the business angle of it mm. and uh, yeah that, i think that's that's when uh, my when i at least got my first paycheck <laughs> for uh, managing Mm. Uh, uh, working for a social media agency. That's when I realized, you know, uh, welcome to marketing. Mm. Mm. Uh, great, great. So, Pavan, uh, obviously, uh, it's it's very difficult as I as as we all know, people who come from middle class families and our parents have have certain pre preconceived notions. So, I am sure that you are also one of the first who got from your family into this industry. So uh, how was so when you decided you were going to do this and how easy is it even now to explain your parents that what do you do? <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, though it it is more of are ye pura din what does he do sitting on Facebook all day? Uh, because uh, she, my mom, my parents have seen uh, me and I'm sure same with you. That hmm. We sit on Orkut back yeah. in our college days, you know, talking to friends late night, hmm. sharing stuff and all. Mm. but then but they always saw us like laughing around and all but so when after orkut when facebook came the parents were still in that and also with respect to orkut lot of things people parents were re- reading in the papers about the platform mm. what are different crimes were happening mm. so people mm. as a parent of course it is quite evident that they will be uh, very concerned at what my child is doing on a social media platform right. but once okay. i when i got my first job and again i was spending time right. it started becoming a point of concern is like you know I am first of all. I am according to them. I am too young to be on a social media platform. Huh. And yeah. then uh, continuing with that, it was more of uh, you know, what do you do for a living? Huh. I mean, we make uh, Facebook content, we make social media content. Huh. And they were like, "What do you mean that means?" So huh. then you say, "Oh, they're like, uh, may, what is the uh, what is rocket science in that? You huh. just type something, you click, uh, put a photo, and you click on post. Huh. But uh, that's that's how." you kind of uh, explain it to them but yeah. of course as you and i know it is much more uh, in depth and uh, more and uh, like what to say more scientific uh, right, uh. rather than just putting up content out there right 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 so uh, pavan tell me when you first started your work in in digital industry uh, how was your experience like were people supportive they were trying to help you or there was a different kind of vibe when you started your first job uh, i i think we have, uh, especially when we did my first job what was quite exciting that uh, was that see the, the fear part was that this is very new i mm. mean uh, compared to every other marketing uh, channel out there mm. i think today we influence the way influencer marketing is a new thing today maybe mm. it's not actually not new thing but yeah it is the newest thing which has come in the market but it is mm-hmm. there for quite some time right. similarly with respect to social media marketing it was very new i mean Hmm. Uh, i was managing uh, social uh, social and orm for a telecom company hmm. which which is of course which is not there today but this was the first telecom company hmm. to respond to its customers on twitter hmm. even before airtel and vodafone started yeah and yeah. and nobody knew how the uh, how how this platform were the platform hmm. nobody knew how to uh, what do you say what, what to expect from the platform hmm. i mean the so it was very uh, so it was always uh, a question in my mind that you know whatever that person is telling me mm. is correct i mean you know mm-hmm. if that person had a 10 15 years of experience in the industry and they are telling me about something mm. yes i would still and uh, it's more credible mm. but the field itself is uh, one and a half two year old mm. person talking to me is in the system for past 
last four months. Hmm. You know, so it was always uh, more of a trial and error. Of course, right. it is also trial and error today. But back in the days, it was heavily on trial and error. I mean, hmm. there was no much data, no much blogs being written about these topics hmm. of uh, you know how this content making and how the influencer piece or how this ORM piece works. But so everybody had their own uh, own theories, their own style of you know uh, managing a, a person's digital platform. Mm. I mean, uh, but and as as time grew by, everybody started you know taking one side of the digital mm. landscape. I mean, many people say you know oh digital marketer, but but it's like being a doctor. I mean, it's like just because a person is a doctor doesn't mean that you know he or she uh, is an expert of. Uh, of dentistry and cardiology, like you know, mm-hmm. there are specializations. Mm. Uh, so similarly, in our field also, even if a person is a digital marketing uh, 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 professional, mm. they everybody takes one field of their choice. Right. I know a lot of people who did not like social media at that much, but they loved SEO. Mm. I knew a lot of people who were not much into uh, SEO, but loved web, uh, website designing and mm. um, uh, website, you know, uh, enhancement kind right. of a profile. Right. So yeah, it was, but I, of course, uh, so my inclination was more towards social media marketing. In fact, more than social media marketing, it was more of uh, creating content. Hmm. Uh, I mean that uh, because of the video editing experience that, that kind of stuck with me uh, back uh, uh, till today. So yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was quite a, uh, what do you say, a nervous experience in the beginning. Today, somebody wants to do digital marketing or somebody wants to, you know, take uh, just to understand there are so much there are so many content pieces out there mm. like you know it, it's 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 uh, it's quite overwhelming you know if mm. today if somebody wants to work for an uh, agency just do internship to understand how managing a digital platform for a brand is he or she has a chance to do that but mm. it was not the same case back 10 to 12 uh, 10 to 12 years back right so right. Yeah, the, the things were quite different back then. But yeah, but I am happy that, you know, uh, social media and uh, digital, uh, digital, uh, what is it, digital marketing landscape stuck. It was not just a phenomenon or was not just a one hit wonder. And mm-hmm. people are still uh, using this platform to promote their. And thus we are also in the industry. <laughs> we also survived. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, in fact, you know, uh, uh, and uh, if you see most of your friend circle and most of my friend circle who did not become doctors or engineers, yeah, yeah. most of these guys are either some of the best minds in on the client side mm. or some of the best minds on the agency side, you know. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, I'm really happy the way <laughs> I've seen this entire circle. I think because we are part of that initial crowd. Mm, mm. I mean, I'm really happy the way mm. everybody, like a 90, 95% people are still Mm. continuing in this field, you know, trying to do really good work uh, and uh, right. yeah, it's right. great. So uh, very interesting conversations happening with Pawan guys. Those who are listening, keep tuned to it because we are talking about those good old days of uh, social media marketing when, when we used to see 70% organic reach on Facebook, when we used to do ORM by using an Excel sheet and manually, which has completely changed. So we have seen those golden days as well of, of social marketing. And we have, all of us have been continuously evolving and striving to become a better human being and a better marketer. 
so uh, pavan a lot of uh, listeners of this podcast are either students or they are working professionals who want to get into digital who want to get into marketing side so uh, if you could explain maybe there are a lot of myths about digital marketing there's there's a lot of myth about agency culture there is a lot of myth about a uh, client side so if you could bust some of those myths maybe and tell the listeners that what is the real picture and what actually happens so i think that those were like four different questions <laughs> so i think uh, okay uh, 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 let, let's start, take it uh, take it one pillar sure. at a time sure so uh, right now with respect to taking digital marketing as a career see i think this is i mean uh, today we are in the phase where it is uh in fact digital marketing should not be also called digital marketing i mean right. it should be just called marketing hmm. uh and uh, with respect to taking this about the career yes uh, you i mean it's it's a fantastic career to be in uh, see luckily i work the, the team which i have currently uh they joined me one of one of them uh, was a uh, interior interior designer oh uh. so she shifted her career Hmm. and she joined uh, uh joined my team one hmm. of them was an engineer <laughs> hmm. who who left her engineering studies and then she joined uh, my team and one of them uh, is an intern she's a 21 year old hmm. who had uh, who, who has joined my team right? so, so when i when i look at these people i get so in my conversations with them see, hmm. uh, everybody knows that digital marketing is is the is the in thing i mean it is no longer something new right and uh, but the kind of uh, the mindset which you need to have a digital marketing is that uh, see no matter if it's in a mainline marketing or uh, it's a, it's it's uh, it's a mainline or is it digital it's very important to understand that your marketing fundamentals should be very clear right right it it, uh, it is uh, irrespective of where your particular content is going and what your messaging is your, your marketing fundamentals has to be clear hmm. so that's number 1 Uh, number 2 is that you have to understand that it is very especially with the social media is very platform platform centric mm. i mean today orkut was there today nobody talks about orkut people mm. just talk about facebook at one time nobody talks about facebook today mm. so you have to understand that this is a ever evolving platform uh, and and uh, for a person to grow in this that there's a lot of homework which a person has to do Hmm. that includes you know keeping yourself updated about of course different platforms out there and how people are using and mainly how audience is changing so right. you have to understand that why does a person visit this particular platform hmm. why the why does what is your mindset when you are logging into a facebook what's your mindset when you're logging into an instagram hmm. and uh youtube for that matter right so a lot of homework is needed from a pers- uh, from your personal end nobody can sit and teach you that that is number 2 that's very important uh, and lastly taking up this career is that you have to understand that see there are a lot of agencies out there everybody thinks that you know uh, okay i just want to cut that last part hmm whenever you ready just say start and then you can start start so uh, and uh, lastly as a taking up uh, this as a career is that it's uh, you have to understand that uh, digital mark okay again cut one side
okay start so lastly the point number 3 is that if you have to remember that content is king i mean the entire field in fact entire advertising it, uh, is heavily dependent on content so make sure that you are specializing in some form of content so what do you mean by some form of content is maybe it could be a written co- content it could be a video content or it could be a vr ar vr kind of content but make sure that you have a certain skill set which adds more value to a person to a particular profile than just you know uh, looking at it as more of a, you know a client servicing point of contact if you are taking up as an agency mm-hmm. the what uh, what helped me in my career was that because i had a video editing experience the kind of like uh, exposure i had to videos with respect to formats with respect to you know how a particular video is shot how a particular video should be edited so that 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 knowledge kind of helped me you know at least uh, uh, specialize in the video uh, uh, content uh, aspect of digital marketing so mm. yeah these are the three things which i think to start off if you want to take this up as a career these are something three things that i would uh, definitely would like you guys to focus on sure 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 so uh, pavan uh, since you have been into digital and you have been you have seen so many brands evolving in last few years uh, which are your favorite brands which you really admire in the marketing game uh, actually with respect so I, personally if you see i don't i cannot pinpoint a particular brand which you know it's like oh wow like you know they, these guys have done a uh, like a really phenomenal job throughout the years but hmm. lately i have so one but one which one brand which i normally always keep as a point of example or you know one of the brand which i kind of keep going back to when it uh, when i'm like hit a roadblock is like what am i supposed to do hmm. uh, that was a red that, that was red bull red hmm. bull and nike so hmm. these are the two brand which i was uh, following since quite some time see the what i like about these brand is the the kind of proposition which red bull has hmm. like, hmm. uh, that, that that extremeness that that it provides you that extra energy when you want to go that extra mile or extra extra step hmm. and that the way the product is positioned that is clearly reflected in their digital content especially on social right right that that, that is some they and not one content which you have and if you see red bull i mean they literally post i think what once once a month i mean hmm. they you not you not see them you know quite often right, right. yeah you not see them bombarding roz mujhe ek post hai i don't show that the, the brief is there digital agency gets the kind of impactful content which they make for their uh, platform is brilliant i mean you know if one i don't mind having one post a month but if it is we going to be so brilliant that's a person in india mm. mumbai is going to talk about it mm. that's that anyways a win for them and with respect to uh, like you know the second and third brand which i would uh, which i'm sure everybody loves is uh, the swiggies and the zomatos of the world right. right i mean uh, i mean i don't have to tell our viewers or anybody uh, in this field the hmm. kind of work which these guys do the way especially the movement marketing part hmm. i mean the so i think these guys have uh, excelled i mean they have uh, no they are the, they are the leaders in that particular uh, in that particular uh, uh, the sphere so yeah right. these were some of the brands but with respect to uh, some of the work which uh, by agency has also done uh, lately that was like 
see the content doesn't need to be always making people go ha ha hmm. it also has to be a content which teaches and educates people hmm. at the, and in fact today it's very easy for a brand to make somebody laugh because there are so many content writers out there especially with the tiktoks of the world right i mean it's it, it it becomes very easy for a brand to like you know uh, own that laughing space hmm. personally i feel that because a brand has uh, the resources and the knowledge they should be uh, you are know, creating content which not only you know entertains but also educates uh, okay. their uh, audience hmm. so some of the work which passed which i had uh, kind of uh, Uh, got uh, got a chance to like you know overview was uh, creating content for Mahindra tractors. Hmm. Uh, where, where, where the team had created these, uh, so they had created a show called So the Future, hmm. where they a uh, Mahindra tractor uh, uh, being a leader in the agro tech space, hmm. they kind of we kind of created this entire uh, entire YouTube show where we were teaching farmers about how uh, new ways of uh, farming, hmm. new. and and the, that particular content piece got really good uh, good uh, engagement from the audience mm-hmm. that that was a, a very so i mean like i said the, the content piece that might not be the new thing it's not that no other brand has done it but it's just that even if something is being done uh what is it it's cut cut take one just have water and cup ah sure hello yeah start so yeah uh, w- more than the entertainment aspect of fit i think that uh, if you are in the space where you can add value to your customers then a brand should definitely go ahead with it even with respect if you are into space of educating farmers or you are in the space of you know uh, helping helping uh, like you know uh, homemakers kind of make their uh, home better it could be any space for that matter if you feel that you are in the space you know helping uh, uh, young people with financial advices something like that mm. i mean if you are in the space or in the position where you can help a person mm. a brand should focus majority of their especially digital efforts right. in doing that right right so uh, pavan since you spoke about uh, tiktok and all these new mediums uh, we have seen the evolution from maybe i will go even even back then from yahoo messenger to orkut to facebook to instagram to linkedin to twitter so do you think of uh, at the and and every all these platforms have a certain set of audiences so how important do you think is for for every brand to be present on all the platforms is this a good strategy or they should change the strategy here? so the so thing is that every every platform uh, comes with their own uh, house rules you know if you want to call it I mean, uh, the way you behave in an amusement park is quite different from the way you behave in a museum. Right. You know, 
the similarly every platform when you approve uh, every platform is created with a uh, a different why i mean like our uh, great simon senek uh, quoted about the why concept i mean every platform is created with a why i mean it's very important for us to understand that why mm. and you have to follow the rules of the platform so now if the if the client or the brand has the budget which i would suggest that every brand should be present if their audience is present on that particular platform right now if a brand if if it's a finance brand and a finance brand which is targeted more towards uh, young people like you know now these young people are they are on youtube they are there on facebook they are there on tiktok the thing which they are doing in all all these three platforms are quite different it is very important for our platform for us to understand what these guys or girls are doing on that particular uh, uh, particular platform mm. and our job is to kind of you know uh, what do you say evolve your fit i'm not getting the right word mm. uh, dress your content in that particular tonality so that it is consumed right right so you cannot be a very you know uh, very very kind of serious professional tone tonality on an instagram mm. or nor you can be very visually jazzy or visually very what do you say you know very colorful on an, on a linkedin right, I mean, right. you can i mean uh, you can always break the platform rules right but uh, initial stage pe yes i feel that everybody should uh, adhere to their uh, uh platform rules because see when i am on linkedin my right. mindset is totally different right right when i see a post which i feel that should have been on a tiktok person uh. dancing and all that <laughs> the kind of the, then the entire mood is kind of uh, towards that brand is kind right. of tiktok it's more right. of you know, you know i mean uh, bro i am not this is no like you know you the, the more more chances that i am not engage with that content Mm-hmm. and if i keep you know if if i keep uh, getting such kind of content from the brand and if i stop engaging with that brand's content as mm-hmm. you know the the edge ranking between the platform and the and the audience kind of goes down because of which that was that content will stop coming on my wall organically mm-hmm. so it's very important yes a brand should uh, be present if their audience is present on that particular platform but of course again if the budget is still uh, constrained then they need to prioritize which are the top uh, top priority platforms for uh, their brands sure sure so interesting conversations happening with uh, pawan he's talking about how brands should take they should take or they should change the tone as when they go on different platforms and not keep the same kind of tonality on multiple platforms so but uh, moving for, uh, ahead uh, pawan uh, Uh, which which are the uh, brands or if you could tell us about one of your best brand campaigns which you worked which you very proud of and and how was the idea generated how the thing started to moving it really helpful for all our listeners so also to understand that how from a from just a simple idea a campaign can be created here uh, so yeah i mean uh, the the kind of the first example which i had given was mahindra tractor hmm. that was created uh, by my team hmm. the uh, second one was uh, uh so this was this is more of an amplification campaign hmm. uh this was for one of the uh, what do you say um, um, engine oil brands hmm. and uh, the entire concept for now they wanted to create awareness about their new tvc okay and the, the tvc had uh, uh, had like uh, 
bunch of uh, motorcycles hmm. who were kind of cleaning a particular beach hmm. Hmm. and uh, the entire campaign was you know making sure that uh, you take care of the, of the things you love the way the engine oil takes care of the bike's engine and that was the entire uh, me- messaging which was uh, there so right. the team kind of came up with an idea where uh, they took a piece of uh, a, a land where it was quite dirty and they cleaned it and they converted that into a uh, into a box cricket ground oh wow uh. and uh, and then yes there are, now this grab uh, uh, the particular piece of land is been taken care by the brand for mm. 3 years mm. and yes kids are going there and playing uh, you know uh, cricket Mm. Over there, so that that was a kind of a very uh, interesting campaign. The, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, the team did a fantastic job uh, of uh, mm-hmm. like you know, the, planning that entire uh, activity and executing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was these were two ones which I really liked in uh, my tenure in my current company. Great, great. Was, yeah, great. So uh, Pavan, uh, I'm sure you must have re- received a lot of advice initially when you got into the marketing field. So what are some of those advices or some wisdom which you would like to impart to our listeners also if they want to uh, make it big into into the marketing field and second question here is uh, what are those five qualities which you would recommend everybody should have if they want to get into digital marketing or marketing as as a career uh, with respect to the advice uh, well uh, I, I i in fact a lot of the lot of these brands uh, today i mean these are quite established ones mm. i mean uh, when I, I was working with them they were uh, very much in the startup phase and what was one of the uh, one of the best in the industry had told me that you know it's very important to read i mean people mm. have stopped reading but mm. it is very important for a person to keep reading and be updated what's happening around the world mm. Mm. especially with respect to marketing i mean it is changing constantly especially digital marketing right. you need to keep need to have one finger on the pulse of the audience mm. especially you know uh, india being uh, having the maximum young audience mm. i mean we are uh, the country with the maximum what do you say uh, younger working population mm. so it's very important to know that what these guys are doing digitally mm. i mean whenever you get a chance to just read data insights always make sure that you remove some time and you know uh, consume it so you never know when this data will be useful for what, what kind of brands which come uh, which might need that data so yeah it's very important that you read uh, especially if, uh, for digital marketing it's very important that you be connected what happening around the world mm. just keep an eye because they see the facebook instagram tiktok these are the platform which are popular but there are a lot of other platforms social media platform out there which are which are very niche you know there are there are some platform which are especially uh, uh, focused towards gaming there are certain platforms especially focused towards art i mean you need to understand that going forward what is going to happen i'll tell you mm. going forward people are you cannot have one size fit all kind of a model ever right going forward everything has to be customized mm. unless and until a brand is not customizing something for pavan ghatke i am not interested mm. and the same will be happening for you and your and the listeners it's very important that we get into the habit of uh, not having that one size fit all we need to know ki, who exactly is our target audience mm. and that particular piece of content you might have to create 10 type of content for one particular campaign because those 10 pieces of content are 
ten personas which you are trying to connect with your content. Hmm. So yes, that's it's very important to know what's happening around the world, what platforms people are using other than the top five. Uh, and uh, yeah, this was something which I had was told to me, which by luckily which I am on, uh, still following and uh, hmm. benefit getting benefited from uh, that. Uh, yeah. With respect to your second question, with respect to five, so I'll just give you five qualities which I feel, mm. which are, you know, at least uh, five qualities which I have told my team mm. uh, that they need to have. It's if you are planning to work for a digital agency. Mm. Number one, you need to understand and know the platform. Nobody's going to sit and teach you. You need okay. to do your own homework and understand the platform. Mm. Number two, content is the king. Mm. Make sure that you specialize in one aspect of content making not everybody is you know awesome with words mm. at least have even if you are even if you are not the one making the content writing or designing the uh, the art piece mm. make sure that you understand at you you are good at one of these aspects and understand the basics of the rest of the art pieces mm. number 3 is that always make always be, always be humble i mean uh, so at times you have to understand that see from a digital marketing agency, when the brand is popular, you know, it is very easy to work for a brand which is popular offline. But there are, there's, but very rarely in your career, you're going to get the Cokes and the Red Bulls and the Teslas of the world, which are quite popular in their own category. Mm. I mean, no matter, no matter, even if you put a photo of Apple, I mean, uh, Apple for that matter, even no matter what content you put out there, it gets brilliant engagement. But it, you have to understand that these brands have a very strong fan following. Mm. So there is very less chance in, a, in your career you're going to get such kind of brand. But most of the time you're going to get brands which are medium in nature, mm. maybe which are startup in, in your nature. You have to be open to all types of brands. You cannot be selective right. about brands because of course as a business, you cannot say no to a particular brand because according to you, you know, it's not part of pop culture. Mm. So always be humble and always have an open mind. Number number four, that see, this is a twenty-four by seven job. It is not a nine-to-five job. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Today, what we have seen is that at least uh, you know, I, I I used to work ten, twelve years back. Back, you know, I used to work for uh, one of the best agencies, uh, ad agencies, where we were seeing people like you know working for twenty, twenty-five hours, thirty mm-hmm. hours, forty hours at a stretch. I mean, Abhishek. You and I are from that era, right. and uh, and we used to deliver quality content. But mm. today, what has happened that that entire model has, you know, become more of a nine to five kind of a job. Mm. But for you to excel in this field, I would suggest that you know, of course, it's very important to have a work for life balance. Nothing uh, against that. It is just that this field demands your twenty four by seven attention. Mm. You have to understand that what you have posted today is irrelevant after two hours. Hmm. What if you are not catching your moment right there and then? Right. Olympics, Oscar awards, everything, World Cup. If that is happening, you have to be present at that particular moment. Hmm. It cannot be you create a content piece two days. It's irrelevant. Nobody gives a damn about it. Right. So this job requires. It's it's not a nine to five job. You have to understand. And you know, if you have that level of commitment, then this feed is perfect for you. But if you have the kind of a person who wants to go home at seven, eight o'clock mm. and, you know, chill and then come back next day at nine o'clock and work, that's not going to happen. This right. field demands you to be, uh, imp- uh, demands you to be present at a particular moment. 
and your mind has to constantly think of work now luckily the creative field is such a field that you don't have to sit and think it, it's a very it's, it's a creative flow suddenly something happens somewhere in the world like you know for example one other thing which i had recently during kerala floods right and the, that that flood just happened it came on the news hmm. the first thought which uh, me and the team thought was how can my brand benefit now i was we were managing uh, one of the top uh, insurance brands hmm. and they were and so we told them let's launch a helpline number right there and then the entire package was created in 2 hours where we created the helpline number uh, it was routed to the uh, it was get the entire approvals came from the customer service team and we created a set of uh, communications which we kind of did a targeted targeted ads only for kerala and mm. these ads were not only in english but also in the uh, local languages mm. and this this content and it was quite appreciated by the client also but this is the kind of presence of mind i'm talking about right. anytime some world event or anything something big happens you have to first ask yourself how can my brand leverage it mm. Mm. you know especially if it's a crisis situation how my brand can can help people if you ask that question to yourself the answers your brain will start coming up with answers and that answers become your content piece right right so right. yeah so that your it's it's a, it's a, it's an always on kind of a job and number 5 is make sure you're having fun i understand the entire thing sounded very strict you know <laughs> but it's very important to have fun because the moment you start feeling that this particular job is becoming very heavy i mean mm-hmm. that's that that's will start affecting your output yes there are going to be days your everybody is a human being there are going to be days where you feel like you know boss this is becoming very heavy learn to entertain yourself but it's very important that you have a very fresh a very untired mind i mean your mind has to be so well trained that even no matter what kind of uh, uh what to say heavy situation comes you still in that mode of having fun so that your mind can come up with uh, good ideas so i think yeah i think this i think this great is so great advices have just so i think we have discovered the most important five uh, traits which a digital marketer or marketer should have and i think guys those who have who are listening to this podcast i think he has made a very very important point is that if you want to work in this industry in the long term you need to have fun if you're not having fun you're getting bored then probably this is not the industry which is for you you should leave and you should stop wasting your own time and maybe stop wasting your team's time as well so uh, so now coming to the end of our our podcast one i have one uh, hypothetical question for you see if if i could give you a time machine and if you could go back in time what things would you change what rectifications would you make uh once you started your career till date i think uh, if uh, if i had a time machine i could go back i would uh, of course uh, go back so much in time that i would invest in facebook i <laughs> 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 uh, know become a millionaire by now uh, uh, but yeah i mean if if not that far i would uh, yeah i mean i would i would have taken up uh, journalism actually for uh, Uh, as as a topic more than advertising hmm. because you know uh, i have realized that the kind of content writing uh, focus which is there on journalism uh, that is not uh, there in i think at, at least you know when when i was uh, i was a second batch of bmm hmm. 
in 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 uh, india oh so at least that time uh, uh, the, the entire focus was not uh, towards writing it was more towards the small small aspects of uh, uh, advertising mm. and number two what i would have changed is that uh, is that if if uh, i ever get a chance is that the curriculum which we are currently following uh, at, at uh, bmm especially mm. is that it, it's very important that uh, a person should get 6 months of uh, internship as part of their uh, graduation okay i mean uh, like uh, they have to spend 6 months in an agency mm. to understand uh, like how exactly because it's very easy to sit and learn something in theory but digital as, as a as a such is like it is so constantly evolving is that by the time you graduate from your course the entire scenario is quite different uh, i mean uh, what was taught to you was gone it, it, it's it's, it's uh, you know what is it it's orkut uh, so it's it's very i would uh, always make sure that the curriculum is always getting itself updated and making sure that uh 6 months internship is compulsory if you want to and of course they have to get really good marks and mm. uh uh complete no uh, finish of their bmm graduation mm. Mm. so that that's that's uh, one of the things which i would uh, change uh if i had a time machine sure sure great conversations with pavan and pavan my last question is uh, uh where if if the same time machine if you could take in future uh what are the things which you are planning to do in next 10 years where do you see yourself as well as the industry growing in the next 10 years uh, so the there's always been this small uh, dream project of mine and i think uh, uh, after this corona situation is uh, uh, is gone i mean uh, i would like to kind of now get that action into place is that i want to kind of see you know not everybody has uh, the big budgets which are currently being asked from businesses Hmm. uh to hire a good agency hmm there are a lot of these small businesses out there who don't have the fundings uh, or the support which uh, is needed for a brand to come on digital platform hmm. so yeah i understand that google and facebook has created these websites and these you know web pages and apps which help businesses uh, to uh, use these platforms to promote themselves Hmm. i think it's very important that we have a human face hmm. we have a person approaching these people showing them the benefit of the platform hmm. and you know getting these platforms on the platform and of course you know uh, these businesses should benefit from uh, these amazing uh, services which are out there right so i think that that that's going to be my dream project i feel that everybody including a a, a small time chaiwala should be on facebook should hmm. be talking about should be creating content i mean i think everybody should be creating content should not have that second mind of oh will people like my content or not if hmm. see a chai wala makes chai all day hmm. i mean he or she knows about chai more than more than the ceo of microsoft right, right. in fact ceo brookbond also of brookbond also exactly <laughs> of brookbond also so i mean uh, so there are a lot of these spaces where he or she can create content about this the benefits of tea hmm. i mean uh, you know so yeah i mean i, I want uh, everybody i mean uh, every tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 everybody needs to come on the platform and i would request if uh, google and facebook also not to only have a very much of a digital model 
and mm. just go to a one company of a tier 2 and then create a video out of it saying you know what we helped the entire nations you know uh, small businesses no it doesn't work that way okay. you have to create uh, infrastructure in which a person should approach you for help and you should approach and in return you should go and help that person you know set up the entire business on uh, google in fact uh, recently i was having some of my shifting uh, some of my furniture getting shifted mm. so i just got a chance to talk to the tempo driver mm. who was standing there and uh, we had a we were having a conversation that you know so uh, so i had booked this his particular service from uh, uh, which is that one of the truck booking apps mm. uh, and uh, he, he got a lead from there so we were just discussing and he was saying he i was asking how how the how is this new platform working out for him he's mm. saying you know he's it's good but it's not great mm. so uh, in that 15 minutes conversation i kind of pitched to him that he should be getting his business on google by business mm. and he said oh he would love to so he, i told him he gave me his phone and i he's like you know can you help me set it up mm. so in that 15 minute conversation we kind of and of course he, he did not speak english and luckily yeah. for google they have the hindi hindi version of their particular google my business form also right so kind of was, was, i created kind of uh, an entire platform uh, filled that entire form created it created his presence on google mm. so also but he's again he's just stay stay in islam media so as mm. as a process google my business sends a postcard <laughs> right for right. particular address where it kind of it, you need to enter that code to mm. verify so that that's the last step which i told him but mm. yeah in that 15 minutes of span of time i kind of got his business enlisted enlisted under the tempo services mm. and yeah i hope he gets a lot of leads and mm. also a uh, few years back i uh, helped my uncle get his catering business listed mm. on google uh, my business now the best part about it that he used to have uh, around you know uh, a decent number of inquiries he has his uh, his own catering business and a uh, marriage hall hmm. after i got this business listed on uh, on google my business hmm. first month he got around 800 queries wow got con- and out of that uh, so of course that these were phone calls but not every every uh, one converted into walk uh, what do you say uh, walk in but hmm. uh, he had 800 queries and uh, in the span of four months out of that 800 queries around uh, 12 to 15 businesses actually converted for him now this was even without him spending Uh, a dime on advertising you know so this is the power which these platforms have all we as a, as as uh, in fact uh, because you and i and the listeners are in this domain of digital marketing it mm. is our duty to make sure that this knowledge is passed on to the especially to people uh, of my parents age you know people who are in this, who have their own businesses but mm. are very digitally handicapped they mm. don't understand how the platform works and so it's, it's our duty to make sure that you know we get their business listed on these platforms and everybody benefits from these platform and not just the top cream in the industry right right so pavan also creating a lot of good karma for Ooh. himself by <laughs> by using his skill set for his uncle and for for the uh, for the for the truck guy and i think yeah. this is the way if you have certain skill sets definitely use it for people who don't have an and obviously you get good karma out of it so thanks a lot pavan for coming on this podcast uh, and giving us your time uh, if there is anything which i missed out asking you if you would like to tell something to our listeners please feel free to do that 
Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great experience. I mean, I just hope that, uh, you know, uh, people benefit uh, from uh, the, these conversations. And Abhishek, thank you very much also for, for starting this uh, particular uh, content piece to help uh, entrepreneurs and, of course, people who want to take up digital marketing as a, as a, as a profession. I mean, good job you guys are doing. I mean, uh, and thank you very much for the, this opportunity to, you know, uh, talk to your listeners and uh, yeah, give my two bits to help their careers. So, Bhavan, if, if the listeners want to reach out to you, how can they reach out to you and where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I mean, with respect to, I mean, yeah, I, I, you can mention my contact number in your uh, description or, you know, I can always create a separate uh, email ID. I mean, I, I don't have uh, currently uh, the a particular point of contact for you know non-personal uh, connections. But yeah, I'm there on LinkedIn. I mean, I'm quite uh, active on LinkedIn. Sure. I uh, have my LinkedIn blogs which keep going uh, once a month. I sure. recently did a piece on coronavirus. You guys can mm-hmm. check it out. Two mm-hmm. days back, I had uh, it's it's live. But sure. yeah, I think uh, LinkedIn is a good platform for uh, you guys to uh, get in touch with. Great, great, great. Thanks a lot, Pavan. Thanks again for coming on this podcast and have a good day. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. Hello? Take a minute. I'll pause recording. Stop.